0: ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for joining us here at RedEyes.tv. It's great to uh, be back with you once again. I'm Henrik. In case you're new, check out our websites RedEyes.tv and RedEyesMembers.com. Today we have Matt Bracken back on the show today. Uh, in case you're new to his work, uh, he's from uh, Baltimore, Maryland. Originally he graduated from the University of Virginia back in 1979 with a degree in Russian Studies. Interesting, we might return to that in a little bit here. Uh, He was commissioned in the U.S. Navy through the NROTC program at uh, the University of Virginia and then graduated from basic underwater demolition SEAL training class 105 in Coronada, I think it is, California. Uh, He served on the East Coast uh, underwater demolition team and SEAL teams as well taking a naval special warfare detachment to Beirut in 1983. Mr. Bracken left active duty after Lebanon upon completing his obligated military service, but he remained in an active reserve status through the remainder of the 1980s. Uh, He's big into sailing. He's uh, sailed a lot of the different uh, oceans out there. He's he's even built his own boat, uh, which is pretty cool, actually. My dad was uh, big into sailing as well. Uh, And, of course, he has a number of uh, books under his belt as well, a lot of novels. Uh, Matt, it's great to have you back, sir
1: very good it's it's good to be on i haven't been uh on this side of the camera in a while i've been i guess sort of black pilled or demoralized for uh i don't know a couple of years that's no good about the uh no it's it's not <laughs> well black pilled or just like pulling your own horizon and, and figuring you know we're not gonna save the i I really don't see like the a uh, fifty state united states coming back together under the constitution
2: in another
1: 10 no, years, so. No, uh, I, I that's, just don't that's
0: see it. that's correct. Yep, no, we have to think of new configurations, new ways, new, uh, you know, this is history, right? That's how it's always been. It, it's it, it's, uh, that's right. it's painful and I too get very nostalgic. I want it the way right. that it was. I want our countries restored. I want us to 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 bring back, you know, that age of greatness and stuff. And that might happen in the future, but it's not gonna look exactly the way it, it, no. it, it looked in the past, you know? I mean, and the same I think is with the. US. I think most likely the. US will probably break up. It will be uh, Balkanized. It will be fractured in some kind of way, right?
1: Yeah, you can you could say um, if you just divide periods of history into two sections, you have periods of relative stability, whether you know, whether it's under uh, uh, serfdom or whether it's under uh, uh, Soviet communism or you know, give, give yourself any time and place. But where the rules are established and people go generation to generation, the status quo, you know, you know your place in the system. And if you work hard, you know, you can have a family and make your make your way through the world. And then there's periods of turmoil. You know, this is the fourth turning uh, way of looking at it. And if you're a human and a man, uh, then you have to be also ready for navigating through these, you know, Canyons and minefields and and uh you know the shifting shifting sands where everybody's pulling a rug out from under your feet yeah so this is part of life too and we just happen to be in a generation where the status quo is ending yeah so it's more painful uh
0: yeah L- opportunity in that too though we should say because man have things uh been, been derailed and, and in a way <laughs> no one knows exactly how this will go down and what the best way out of this situation is uh, but at some point that when i look at the world today when i look at what happens in in america and europe uh it just feels like we just have to kind of it's not that we we have to engage we have to work we have to have to wake up our fellow man all these things right but at the same time part of me feels all we can do at this point is just back, back up a little bit and let 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 the uh let our enemies make the mistakes not let's not interrupt them when they do it because they certainly are burying themselves that's how i kind of see it
1: they they are burying themselves and if we can uh carve out a little bit of safe ground for our own families and even, even raise a family, which to me is like, for, for a, a person who's, you know, awake with eyes wide open is a, an act of courage today Yeah, to, to say, I'm not only going to fight this battle, but I'm going to do it by carving out my own, you know, uh, my own little fiefdom where I can be safe, uh, be strong and also raise children. That's like, so I, I I greatly respect you for that um right there. But um yeah, I've I've been I, I guess you could say blackpilled because I just I at this point I think that anybody who believes we're going to vote our way out of this, I think is is um kind of kidding themselves. Uh, I'm reminded of the famous cartoon where the the um cattle are in like a pen and one of the cows is holding up like a a sign and pointing to the slaughterhouse that's like, you know, over the hill and the other cows are saying, you know, what's with all the conspiracy theories because we're now being led toward a future, which is going to be, you know, uh, central bank, digital currency, Mm -hmm. facial recognition. I mean, Nigel Farage, whatever you think of the man, he he led the Brexit movement. He's being debanked in England. The oh, is
0: that, I saw it because I saw his uh, mug, I guess, on your uh, Twitter. And I was like, oh, something yeah, with he, uh, Neil so, Farage. So Nigel Farage Nigel, was told
1: yeah. by his, his banks, sorry, uh, Nigel, we have a little problem, dude. And so, he went to like six other <laughs> English banks and they're like, sorry, we can't take your money. So so welcome to the club, Nigel so it's Farage. it's not just Canada. It's not just Canada. It's not just, you know, it, it's the West. Yes. and And we're, we're, being led into this future where of total unfreedom they used they used covid as like a big beta test how far can we push the sheep you know if we tell all the sheep you have to be stained with purple dye for our own safety how what percentage will say f you or nobody's putting purple dye on me there's no good reason for that but if if 95 of the sheep will say give me the purple dye if it yeah. means i can go through the to the next field to graze give me the purple dye yeah that's what that was all about and and yeah. we, i i would say we pretty much failed that test because most of the sheep took the jab i mean i didn't yeah my own immediate family didn't but i know people very close to me and they've suffered greatly
2: yeah and here.
1: some of them are so are so brainwashed that even to this point they can't admit that there's any connection between like you know their the clots in their legs that they can't walk anymore. It's like, but you had like two shots and two quote unquote boosters. Yeah. And they're still so brainwashed. They can't accept it. So as far as I'm concerned, the whole COVID experience, it's not over because that was just a test. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Oh The next, the next test is going to be, I, I just saw, um, uh, uh, Martin Armstrong on with Greg Hunter. Good, very good video today. And, yeah, he's he and I, I I would agree they're going to push for this war. They, the neocons want a out and out war with Russia. Yeah. They don't care if half the population is killed. That's I think that's, that's an another, upside
0: as far as they're concerned.
1: Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not there, as long as they're in Patagonia at their, yeah. you know, fourth or fifth estate when it happens, yeah. it's all upside. But the other thing that will happen is it'll wipe out all the bad paper. All the bad books will be erased nobody's going to say, wait a minute, where did all that money go from, from, uh, you know, the housing crisis and, and where did all those billions that went to Ukraine, nobody will count.
2: Right. So yep. Yep.
1: if, if out of a hundred billion ballpark figure going to Ukraine, at least probably 20 billion went straight into bank accounts.
2: Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. You know, at least. And
1: that's big money. That's like buy a castle, buy a jet money. Mm-hmm. And if there's a war, all of that's erased. It'll be before and after this war, and they'll and the people that have the assets, gold, the castles, the land, they'll just come back. They'll just pop back up again, and say, "Well, you know, now it just shows we need a global digital currency." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that's that's what's coming
0: they have to do some kind of financial reset uh unless the whole system as it exists will basically implode in and of itself but uh, it, most likely they will not let it go to that they will use the chaos and the crisis that it will present for as long as possible to offer offer up this new system right well we're gonna we're gonna reset all the debt but there's just a, a little caveat here you have to agree to this new centralized uh, global banking uh, system essentially
1: yeah, but, but i I um, I have a saying that a plan to ride a tiger is not the same as actually riding the tiger. No, So no, no. The, the, the map the, the is Victor- not the territory. Yeah. The Victorian Newlands, the, the Newland Kagan gang that are really running our country. Uh, you know, Biden is just obviously just a puppet at this point that can barely read the teleprompter.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: They actually believe, and th- these are mostly Polish and Ukrainian people of a certain bent who really at this point in their evolution, they consider Russia to be like the arch demon of the world because they're not down for the whole LGBTQ trans transformation. So they, they actually think that they can use Ukraine as like a battering ram against their enemy. They don't care about the you know, hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians, diaspora, maimed, killed. They don't care. Yeah, no. So they, they're not going to care also about potential, you know, going right up to the brink of nuclear war. And in their thinking, they might believe we can bluff to the edge of a nuclear war and not suffer the consequences. That's the plan to ride the tiger. Mm-hmm. But riding the tiger, sometimes the tiger gets a vote and turns around and bites that guy. So We could end up, you know, when when you have basically psychopathic people, and I agree with what I I heard on that um, uh, Martin Armstrong, the Armstrong video today with Greg Hunter, they are psychopaths. If they were individually saying, I'm going to put something into the water at the kindergarten that'll like maybe kill half the kids, but I have a good reason for it. You'd say (laughs) you should be locked up. Yeah. (laughs) You're a madman. We have leaders behind that we don't even elect that we don't even know who they are behind the That's president right yep that that are that psychopathic that are dealing at the level of of uh vaccines for population control absolutely no doubt about it yeah when this, this if you look at Bill Gates um James Corbett Corbett report this is like already two or three years old but the the biographical data is amazing um who is the real Bill Gates I re- highly mm-hmm. recommend yeah
2: I think I saw it, it yeah
1: He's a third-generation eugenicist,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and like the Democrats, you know, racists from that period to this period, they'll put a different coat of paint on it. Now it's the uh, we're the equity racists, you know, the, with the affirmative action. That it was the uh, cotton plantation. Now it's the vote harvesting plantation. But they'll go through these transformations. But they're basically they have a, a superman eugenicist ethos inside you know, Margaret Margaret Sanger wanted to get rid of the mud people mm-hmm. she's like a saint of the left now but her whole her whole uh, uh reason rationale for eugenicism was get rid of the mud people that that was like in the, in the 20s and 30s and it has swung all the way through now to like let's get rid of the white people but this is the same mentality of the cure is let's get rid of a group of people and right, right now, we're yeah. the ones they're going to get rid of.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, no, you're right. Um,
1: and, we, and, and we've seen how well it's going down. You know, when you when you don't want to have the fifty year old white man you know building your submarine That's the right. submarine isn't going to work that great
0: no it's it's uh go, go woke die right that's then yeah. not go broke you're gonna die if you fall through on this uh no it's true. i mean they, exactly they want to get rid of us because we're standing in the way uh we we are able to do things which is occasionally could be unpredictable put up too much of a fight maybe we'll find solutions around some of these things right i mean you, you talk about them being eugenicist, and it's true in the sense that i think that they will uh, are trying to supercharge themselves, so to speak with technology, all kinds of sure. genetic engineering and all that kind of stuff, but that's only for them. You know what I mean? That's not right. for anybody. Not, not that I need it or wanted anyway, but I'm saying, you know, I think that they truly see themselves as putting themselves in a position where they're the, the, the new gods essentially, oh, they sure. can renover yeah, really, us. You they, know?
1: they plan, they plan to download themselves into chips and buy a new clone or just to buy some <laughs> young 20 year old and download their brain and be immortals. Yeah. I I think, and maybe he's finally given up, but I've thought for a long time, somebody like George Soros, why is he hanging on so long? You know, he's got Alexander's ready to pick up the reins Mm -hmm. and continue the dynasty like in, in, you know, with the, uh, you know, Kim Jong-il third generation North Korea. I think that they really want to hang on because they think they're going to get some kind of an injection and then, you know, that they'll be downloaded to a new body, uh, I, I I do see themselves as as uh, you know transforming themselves into supermen that are immortal, and we're, to them we're just bugs at the at the picnic. And the only difference now between other times is, well, instead of just instead of using this way of wiping people out, we have the mean technological means to get the people to want them their own selves to be wiped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. We'll put people into Europe and America that come in saying, we're going to replace you and wipe you out. And they say, well, thank God, because I'm feeling such guilt for my colonial heritage. I mean, I'm still looking in Africa for the Swedish and the Irish colonies, right? right? Yeah. You know. The, where were the is, swedes whipping no. those kenyans i mean i don't see it <laughs> it was one why are, one island why? we borrowed
0: from france for 10 years that's not even a joke that's a true story Saint to bartholomew the, you can find swedish road signs there still the the swedish television went down there and did this like you know sob story piece about how oh you're part of this i'm serious this is what they did in order to guilt swedes into basically accepting their uh their inevitable replacements you know
1: yeah that there i I've, I've um been through the Panama Canal a few times. I was down there um, in January with Michael Yon and some of his his um, uh, people. When when I have I've read on the way when I was sailing from San Diego to Panama to Florida, I read um, uh, David McCulloch's first book that he won a Pulitzer Prize for called The Path Between the Seas, which was in the early part of the 20th century. The Americans took over from the French and then actually built the canal. Well, the white people down there were paid in gold. So the engineer class, the the um, leader leadership class of building the, the canal were paid in gold coin, they had their own mess halls. It was a segregation era, right? Mm-hmm. They had their own housing, mess halls, uh things like that. The blacks were paid in silver coin, they had their own housing, etc. So when David McCulloch was writing the book, and there were still people alive, so the book's like you know, 40, 50 years old now, I guess. So he 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 was Going back to Jamaica and Barbados, and he was looking for these oppressed black people that were going to say how terrible it was mm-hmm. building the Panama Canal for silver, and everybody that he found that was still alive was like, "That was the best ten years of my life, or the best five <laughs> years of point. my life." I yeah. came back to Jamaica with you know all of this silver, and I I bought a farm or I you know <laughs> built a, bought a restaurant because. I had actual silver coin. Yeah. And Fine. and so the the whole oppression thing had fallen apart because you know, the, they were still paid in in real money and they didn't have like a, a complex out of it mm-hmm. at all. Now I don't know if you've seen well, there's a video from a few days ago where a, a man's mugged and his wife is almost stabbed and he's like crying to the police about don't arrest the black
0: guy. I saw yeah, because- we play that in <laughs> That's incredible, amazing. Like, but it's also, yeah. that. That video is, is a perfect exemplary kind of the of the liberal. You know, I guess you know in a way that that he. He doesn't want to have that guilt on onto himself associated with this event, right? So he's saying, "I don't want you to arrest him." You know, yeah, do, the brainwashing but, works. But don't, we... but don't uh, just take him away from me, though. Ma- make sure that he doesn't bother me and my family anymore. But of course, the inevitable thing is that guy will just go on. If he if he wasn't arrested and put in jail or whatever, he'd just go on and terrorize the next guy, the next. And family we see that
1: whatever. over and over. These yeah. guys, these like s- these subway people that throw people in train tracks. They're they're known to the police. They've been arrested a hundred times. You know, yeah. There's there's um. I was I was really amazed when I heard about this. I wrote a short story called the Alien Ork Way, but the um, it, there's a group of islands that are hundreds of miles east of New Zealand called the Chatham Islands, like C H A T H A M, and the people there, these these islanders from like a thousand know, years ago they became pacifists because they're, like their little island civil war when they finally sorted it out they agreed that they would always like they would always settle things peacefully mm-hmm. so when there's a conflict on the islands they would say you know tribe a get your strongest young swimmer your young man tribe b you're going to swim out the bird rock grab something and come back and whoever wins that's who wins our big argument so it's sort of like the um, what do they call it in medieval times uh, a test by champions, or oh uh, yeah, that's right. So, so this worked for them because they had developed a society that that everybody would agree to these rules. Well, the Maoris...
0: i uh, sorry to interrupt. I, I just put a book uh, bookmark in there. Was it a major conflict that you said that led them to deciding that this is the way to move forward? Was that what yeah, happened? They had,
1: had a, they had because it's a couple of islands, and they had um, a period of conflict, and when they worked it out. The treaty that they that they created, like say the American Constitution, for example, Mm -hmm. it was so strong that everybody agreed that we will abide by this treaty of peace and we'll never settle problems violently ever again.
0: So it was their World War II, right? In a
2: way.
1: Yeah. And and it's a small group of islands, but sure. But they agreed that if we have an argument like, you know, should we cut down these trees or should Mm -hmm. we divert this river? We're not going to settle it violently. You know, you get your champion, we'll get our champion. They swim to bird rock. Whoever wins, that's who gets the argument. Mm. And that worked for centuries, but it it led them to be handicapped into this m- mindset of pacifism that would only work there among their own people. You know, like the, the Japanese today, for example. You know, they have their own culture. They don't want other cultures coming in. So the Maoris that invaded and took over New Zealand, people think, you know, the Maoris, maybe the Hakka with the scary faces. They were not native to the, <laughs> to New Zealand. They That's took right. over New yeah. Zealand. They, yeah. they savagely conquered New Zealand. Yeah. Well, when the English whalers discovered both New Zealand and the Chatham Islands, some of the crew on these whalers, the Maori crew, because there was like a shortage of workers of, of sailors, so some of the English of the whalers would hire on Maori as crew. They're brave, they're strong. You got English crew that either they get sick or they, they go native like Mutiny on the Bounty. They want to hang out with the you know the, the girls. So you get some Maori sailors. Well, the Maoris figured out, wow, there's this group of islands it's called the Chatham Islands. And if we ever went back there, we'll just take that place over because they won't fight. Yeah. So the first shipload of Maoris that got to the Chatham Islands, it took them much longer to get there. So they didn't do a good job of planning like the food and the water. By the time they actually reached the Chatham Islands, the Maoris were so sick and starving and dehydrated that they needed to be nursed back to health by the Chatham Islanders. Mm. So at that point, the Chatham Islanders could have said, we don't want you Maoris. You, know, you, you make scary faces. You got all these weapons. The Chatham Islanders nursed them back to health. As soon as the Maoris were healthy, like one quarter of the population of the island in size was the Maoris, but they were like immediately going into like Spears, you know, war, decapitation, rape, murder, enslavement, and took over the Chatham Islands. And the Chatham Islanders, because of this thing called, they had called Nunuku's Law, that law of peace, the younger islanders, some of them said, we need to fight back. We can't just be annihilated because of this centuries-old treaty of peace among our own people. Mm-hmm. There's like a new invasion force. They yep. don't respect our law. They don't respect our treaties. So we have to learn to fight. And the older Chatham Islanders said, It's it's this sound familiar. It's better to die according to our beliefs. To be wiped out, extinct, let our women be raped, yep. turned into slaves, put in pens for like like cannibal pens to be eaten, then to fight back, because our whole ethos is we're pacifists. And you can understand how the Chatham Islanders with Nunuku's law that rose organically among their own people, so you can respect that.
3: They mm-hmm. you yeah. know they
1: didn't have Maori's. <laughs> attacking them all the time. So you can understand it. But what's happened in the 20th century and the 21st century is this psychological uh disposition has been weaponized. Yeah. They have figured out how to turn us into Chatham Island Nunuku's law people. That's right. All you've got to do is say the worst thing in the world is racism.
2: Yep. That's exactly.
1: Racism is worse than your daughter being raped. Yep. Racism is worse than being wiped out and, and turned into a slave in your own land. I mean you see what's going on in France right now
0: with the, uh, yeah, yeah, with the riots there and stuff yep. yeah,
1: they fire the fireworks horizontally and 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 the enough people and this is in every country you see the 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 boat there in every country, and it's not only the left but generally the left parties and the names are different in every country, they'll say, if we let these illegals in, soon there'll be a voting block. And we'll promise them more free stuff. That's right. And once you get five or 10% of a people in your country, they can become a turning point, pivotal voting block, where you can't stop it anymore because you can't win the election unless that five or 10% votes for you. And what is their main, what do they want more than anything else? Family reunification. Right. So in it in a generation, it's not five or 10%, it's 20 or 30%. Now you are the Nunuku's law Chatham Islanders, you're wiped out. <laughs> you're wiped out where you lived. And and that's why, you know, as, as black pilled as I've been, I have to I have to just come to the point we if we don't fight, we're extinct. That's right. That's those are our choices. You yep. fight or you go extinct.
0: Yep. It's true. Yeah, here's some of the footage of some of the latest riots here over uh, ne- uh, Neil. What was his name again? Uh, Nolly Neely or something like that. The the 17 year old uh, black yeah, kid that was shot George, by
1: French George Floyd.
0: Exactly. Yeah. French, French George Floyd. There you go. Uh, and of course, it's interesting, too, because here you have uh, an example of. Essentially, all the different uh, "quote unquote" minority groups in France coming out supporting this just over the issue that they, they they feel they're the same race; they share the same you know kind of anti-French sentiments here. Essentially, right? Uh, yeah, and they're is, they're uniting over that over that issue. Well, France is and, the enemy. That's how is, they see it. This
1: is exis- this is existential. You know, this is existential, and unfortunately, you know, a lot of the French are on the side of the invaders because they're nihilistic. They yeah. hate their own selves. And you know they're they're brainwashed satanic leftists. You know even even if you're not a believer, I think that it's possible to believe in evil. Pure evil. And there are people that just want to see it all burned down and they're not all the invaders. There are a lot of westerners that would like to see their own countries burned down. Oh when definitely. The, no, that's a when good You see these men point. riding yeah. with their when you see the men riding bicycles naked in front of children <laughs> yeah. they they would burn the whole place down they,
0: they exactly they they do it partially because they know it, they, it ticks off the other side it's an attack yes. on traditional western you know civilization and, and, and all the chaos degeneracy uh, that comes with that they 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 want that because the conservatives they don't like that, so they're you know they have to be pro those things. That's, right. That's how it is sometimes. That's how and simple of, it is.
1: One of the things that I have, I really um um am grateful to to Red Ice, you and Lana, and and um, I I'm I think that when you two are on, it's like, it's awesome. <laughs> well, <thank> anyway, you. <laughs> the, but when when um, yeah. In fact, I was watching the show about the uh the the summer solstice, and I, in 1980, I was in Denmark with. Danish frogmen, the, um, Freumann Corpset. Mm-hmm. like frogman corps. Mm. Oh yeah. Gotcha. Yep. And one, and on the actual summer solstice, we we're in Jutland, uh, facing the Atlantic, but it was like miles and miles of like little tiny islands.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And to the east was just low grassland, like a, a, a very low, like a uh, wetland. Yep. And we just, we just saw the sun touch the horizon, but you just saw like the, the, uh, the, the, like a twilight going across, and then the sun's back up. so Beautiful. I have a that was a great show for me because I was um making all of those memories yeah it. oh yeah but, yeah we're we're going to go extinct if we don't start fighting and one of the things that and one of the reasons that I write the books my my novels are like kind of like uh they're they're fiction, but they're history you know everything in them I try to make as real as possible. And red ice has really helped open my eyes about, for example, the whole Weimar period, which is just erased from our history, like so many things. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not like we haven't been here before. That's folks. right.
2: That's we have the right, been yeah. here
1: before. Yeah. These actors they come around and around and around. Yeah. And and you know what comes after Weimar? What comes after Weimerica or or you know Weimar Europe? This is a Weimar type of an attack.
2: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And yep.
1: we have to come to grips with that. I don't know it comes after Weimar, but I don't think it's going to be we vote ourselves back to, uh, you know, 1950s America or Europe. No,
0: it, it has to be a. It, it's a. It's a. Um, a counter. A counter attack. It's. It's a. Hopefully, at least that, that's the other thing here. Right. The, the, that was the different times. It doesn't, as I say, history doesn't always repeat, but it rhymes, right? Isn't that one of them? Um, but some
1: so- of the. But some of the. You see. You know, taking a long view, you see some of the same characters. No the of course the names change, Understand. but the faces yep. don't change.
0: yeah No, I'm talking about the ca- the counter act like the counter reaction to yes. to the Weimar period. It you won't know always I mean?
1: be the same. That's right. It, and it, it can and it can be different in different countries. Oh, but, that too.
0: Yeah. I just hope yeah. I just hope what I'm saying is I just hope we have it in us to mount that fight against uh, than those who are doing this, just you know what I mean. Sometimes you look around; there's a lot of apathy, a lot of lazy people in the, the the 30s and you know 20s. It was a different character of man around. You know what I mean?
1: And they didn't. Well, you know, they they had the what I forget with the Hemingway, that generation, the Lost Generation, the the um, proto hippies that were like the expats that hung around Europe. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to go back to America. They you know, Europe was a cheap place to live. Uh, and you could do anything, especially in Germany. Mm. So so it was a wide open kind of a, of a playing field. Um, but it, but they at least didn't have an internet to search what had happened in like the Paris <laughs> Commune, say, in the 1870s. <laughs> Good point. There was no internet. Yeah, yeah. And maybe a few intellectuals could have said, this reminds me of the French Revolution with the, you know, Illuminists that came from yeah. Bavaria with a a plan and, you know, some of them were named like Rothschild and, you know, generation after generation, century after century, these, these strands keep emerging. Yep. So in, in the twenties and thirties, they, I don't, they, they, I think that they believed that the, say the, the, the Soviet revolution, the street fighting in Germany, it was something new that was shocking. Nobody understood it. Nobody had a way to measure it. Right or or get ahead of the the narrative to figure out where is it going? Maybe a few did. Yeah, but but they had no they had no vehicle for for um getting a wide audience. You know, in I was in a political family uh, growing up. Say in the nineteen seventies, my mom got National Review when it was a conservative Bill Buckley magazine.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So every two weeks, National Review came out. Otherwise, all the TV channels were left wing. Walter Cronkite, who said, "You know, we've lost in Vietnam." He, he turned out to be a World Federalist, like a secret member of the World Federalist Society, sort of like a prototype WEF. Mm-hmm. But he was cons- he was called, when I grew up, the most trusted man in America. Walter Cronkite. I remember that you slogan.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: He had covered the world, the World War in Europe. You know, he was Uncle Walter. So if he said, "You know, we're losing in the Tet Offensive in, in, in Vietnam," that meant it's over. Um, he didn't say until he had retired from television that he was a, a, like a secret president of the federal, of the world federalist society, like that era's W E F. So, so mm-hmm. my mom gets national review and it's talking about all of these plots, you know, the John Birch type of stuff. What's that? One half of 1% or a ton. Nobody read national review. So you might know what's going on, but you couldn't move the needle right now. We have these weapons in the internet Yep. so we can actually kind of move the needle and maybe you can't shift the needle so much that we win and get our country back. But even if you get enough people to move to Florida or Idaho (laughs) (laughs) that in the South Africans have a term logger up L-A-A-G-E-R, it's like a wagon train in the circle, Mm -hmm. you know, we might have to be in a period where we logger up.
0: Exactly. I know. Yeah. That's <laughs> because just it. we
1: have to get through the coming period of mayhem. I mean, you look at come some out
0: the other side with uh, our children. We have to. That's what I feel. sometimes. we just have to survive. You, we have to. We might not win all these battles, but we have to survive it. And those who are surviving and and still alive on the other side of this period yes. that we're now going through, is going to be in a. Maybe they'll be in a good position. Maybe it will be hor- horrific conditions, but they will be alive at least. I mean, I'm and, looking and, around. You mentioned the, the bikers here right? this travesty of footage from Seattle and New York here. Over and nobody's the last arrested.
1: Days. It's it's completely insane. Be, you get arrested. Right Absolutely,
0: then. yeah. you And it, Lana made a point in one of our uh, recent shows, like if this was like right wingers that would be out and doing this, that, as you said, then they would have been arrested, as they should have, right <laughs> for
1: like indecent exposure or something like
0: that. <laughs> but now it's or like if they had been, yay, or if they had been, celebrated. if they had been
1: right wingers wearing suits saying the election was stolen. There exactly.
0: Yeah, we don't have <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We don't even have to go that far. We can just say they 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 talk about what's going on in the world and that now there are terrorist th- uh, you know, stamped. That's right. the yep.
1: biggest threat, the white extremists. Oh my god. But yeah, that, so I so I went from I went from very blackpilled so I didn't write it, I haven't written in a while cuz I just didn't feel like the, you know, where's the point in it?
2: Right. Yeah. So the yep.
1: books that I wrote in, you know, 10-15 years ago I was trying to like write them kind of as warnings in a sense. Mm-hmm. Well, that's we're now we're here now in that period. You know, now, we're in yeah. that period, Yeah. but also um, as a marker that people did see what was coming. You know, people yeah. could see what was coming. In my Reconquista book, I have illegal aliens that are drafted into the U.S. military, instant citizenship. It's all happening now. Yeah. Right. We don't. It's better if you don't speak English, right? It's better.
0: Exactly. I mean, yeah, but (laughs) what Biden recently said, it was the whole thing. We we might get into detail about that, but the... um The Supreme Court, right? It rejects affirmative action, ending use of race as a factor in college admissions. And Biden came out right away talking about how the Supreme Court is not a, what was it, not a real court. It's a rogue court, you know, things like that. And it went on a whole spiel about how great diversity was. And one of the things he did say, and I even want to ask you as a, obviously as a military, Navy SEAL, you know, about this. Uh, that he, he talks about how much better the military is, how, how, how the readiness of America is just that much g- yeah, that, gooder
1: because of all the differences. The military, is, <laughs> the military is being primed to, be, to do drone warf against, warfare against you and me. Right. They're, from boot camp on, they're being taught the new creed, which is white racism is the biggest evil. They don't care about China or Russia. They're getting ready to be mentally primed to put a, a rocket through our roof because we are, you know, the white threat. Right. And and unfortunately, that's just where it is. And, you know, I, you're familiar, obviously, most people watching this are with the, the term accelerationism. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, there's another term that I, I am partial to now, um, collapsitarianism, <laughs> okay? Right. Because if we just stay on the track that we're on, we're going to be, put through more fake elections where if you if you uh, are too loud about it being a fake election you could be arrested mm-hmm. you know we're like Nigel Farage you suddenly have no bank account yeah and you can't get a bank account um, and we're going to be right on the path with a merger with like the Chinese style facial recognition credit score of uh, you know social credit score, we're, we're merging that way you know I, I saw one of the one when you sent me like the talking points you're talking about the what they call the wef summer davos in china yes they've actually had they've had that for years now and maybe it was interrupted by COVID or something but the, the there's a merger and is, that, I, is that
0: what it's actually called summer davos is that what they call that's it the that's the nickname that's the right? nickname right yeah exactly okay
1: but yeah. it's the summer davos yeah. and Michael Jan and I completely agree on this. We're very close to Michael. The CCP and the WEF are like this, okay? Both of them agree that we need to wipe out national identity.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: that's the, the, We have to just get rid of that. So they're building this tri-state, tri-state super city in Holland, Germany, and Belgium, it's going to be like five times bigger than London. That's why they're getting rid of the farmers. They've already they've already drawn it. It's already covers all of Holland, part of Germany, part of Belgium.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. It's
1: the other end from Shanghai of a super rail line. So the ships, the trains, you know, the the global Eurasia supermass. They're going to first get rid of us. The the cranky whites that like can see this and put up a fight. Yep. That's why we're the enemy because we can see it and put up a fight. Yep. As as smart as Asians are, most Asians and you know and I'm just you know what was gut. Sometimes I've watched Gutfield. He'll put a thing that says what a racist would say. You know, like as a disclaimer. <laughs> so Indians, Chinese, they're pretty much, in my opinion. I don't care if it's a totalitarian government, as long as I can make money and get rich. Yeah, they're period. Com- com- compliant. Right. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the freedom thing, who gives a shit? Yeah. Right. If I'm a millionaire. I don't care if they're free. Yep. So, from from Shanghai to the WEF's planned super city, the tri-state super city, the other end of the rail line. Eventually, they'll. I think they they both think. Klaus Schwab and and, um, Hariri and his people, Mm -hmm. they think at the end will be superior to the Chinese Communist Party. And the Chinese communists think at the end will be superior. But that fight is like for 10, 20 years from now. In the meantime, they both agree we got to crush the Dutch, crush the Swedes, crush the Americans. And the way that you crush them most effectively is – bring in millions of low IQ people that don't give a shit about your constitution, your history, your morals, your, 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 society just don't care. Yep. And there's, there are no low IQ, high functioning, um, you know, high tech free societies just doesn't exist where there, where there have been, for example, say some countries in South America or, uh, Republic of South Africa, you had to have a high IQ managerial elite mm-hmm. to build those mines and those big farms. Once you get rid of that ma- managerial elite, we can see uh, Republic of South Africa, no more electricity, no more running water. That's right. Right? So that's planned for us because the people running it, they don't care if we all look like South Africa in terms of our... our of our, We'll be so busy trying to like get food and electricity and water we wouldn't have time for politics
0: that's right there's no no unification of the lower strata to get together to look at the top of the pyramid who's in charge who's doing this to us it will be uh, a a chaos and just bare-bone necessity that you have to worry about the somali
1: immigrants will fight the guatemalan immigrants yep you know who will fight the nigerian immigrants and that's just easy pickings for the manage- the new the emerging managerial class. Yep. And and in behind all of it will be, you know, AI and you know, Sur- credit uh, credit, uh, credit social score. Credit. Yep. So that's why I'm a collapsitarian in the sense that I think that it's it's hopeless to think we're going to put humpty dumpty back together up mm-hmm. on the wall. Yeah. Yep. We have to find a place in the northwest, the bastion, or in Florida, or somewhere, mm-hmm. or me with a boat. But mm-hmm. we we have to find a way to protect our own, you know, small, our own small tribe. Yeah, and merge it together with you know our own similar tribes. But yeah, what's being planned for us is annihilation. Hundred percent. Yep and we're on that road so yeah.
0: oh yeah absolutely no exactly that's what you opened with and i i, I agree with that that's why they want to take us you know and 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 it's a it's a time of, of great danger you know great great there's also the the system the establishment whatever you want to call it is also desperate at finding uh finding those and and, and circling those that are managed to expose all of this right to the, during you know, this I, time i forget
1: you know? i i was i actually went back I went back through like the last month, and I can't. I wasn't the golden one. You had a guest on. It might have been the ferryman, but um, Alex mm-hmm. the ferryman. Yeah,
0: that's right. Yep, in Canada. But
1: some of the some of the guests you've had on have been just so spectacular. And and I, and I, I noted a comment from that. We don't need to build a parallel society. We, we need to build a perpendicular yes. society. Yeah.
0: There was actually a super chatter that brought that to my to attention. We don't need to be like this. We exactly. need to go there. That's right. Yep. I agree. Because
1: all parallel societies are all rotting. Yes. Exactly. We've got to go there. Yep. Totally right. And that's where I, that's where my thinking is now. You know, we have to be strong locally, and and I absolutely agree. Like loggering up in Montana, Wyoming, Idaho. Yeah. Hundred percent.
0: Yep. No. Exactly.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Yeah, because otherwise i mean there's no yeah as you said there's no gluing this back together and it's getting because as this happens i think the elites on some level right that well we'll have ai take care that we'll have automation we'll have all these robots or whatever the pipe dream is that they think is going to hold all of this together somehow clearly that, that clearly that might that might work in this little area over here for a while but the whole the bigger picture what what they're doing intentionally to us is collapsing the system at the same time, yes. right? So I mean, it's not going to work because on some level I don't think it's meant to work. <laughs> I think the chaos yeah, is, is being I always, by design. I, I,
1: I generally go back to like kind of a of a you know pyramid, uh, you know diagram in my head. You have at the bottom, uh, you say people that would vote for Democrats today at the bottom. They're just morons. They're just voting for free shit. Period. Or they don't even know why they're voting. They they just somebody came to the door and said, "Here's your ballot. I'll give you ten bucks if you sign it and hand it back to me." Right. That's in the middle. There might actually be people that are still thinking, you know, uh, you know, Marxist leftist LGBT stuff, and and then higher up the pyramid, you have people that are thinking, "I'm going to come through the other end, and I'm going to be like a George Soros lieutenant or a Bill Gates, you know, (laughs) executive officer." And I'll, I might not be a billionaire, but I'll be a multimillionaire. Mm-hmm. But at the very, very top, I think you've got just very evil people that want to see it all burn down.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: And and you know, at any point when you pull people out of that pyramid, you can ask them what are your motives and so forth. But the people that are driving it, the people at the very top, are extremely evil. I yeah. mean, I, yeah. You know, not to mention any names that I might have mentioned a few you know minutes ago, <laughs> Bill Gates. But some of them have been to Lolita Island like 20 times.
2: Oh,
0: at least. Absolutely. They're all, right. all compromised. In, They're all in, part of the same club.
1: Including Hillary.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, all, all of them. And look, all the banking executives are now, uh, that's being unraveled, which is kind of interesting, right? Who was it again? There was the. Um uh, was it that was being questioned most recently? One of the J.P. Morgan right guys was it? Even J- Jamie Dimon, I think, was was part of this, right? Um, weaved into the Epstein saga and stuff like that. So many others too. Yeah, and the,
1: and the the Epst- Epstein saga is so is very deep because even if you don't do anything personally, like let's just use a, a Harvard lawyer, Alan Dershowitz. Dershowitz. He says I was always on. I I I like agreed to represent him. I flew to California with him two or three times as his attorney with my wife. Take them. Take him at his word. There. I mean, I don't think he's had an erection probably in (laughs) forty years. Take him at his word. Part of the Epstein, CIA, Mossad, you know, uh, dark forces power power play there is. If you get on the airplane, you're going to be slimed for life. So even if you didn't do anything, you're going to be slimed by association and, and put under some level of control just for that. Yeah, definitely. you know, actors, actresses that ever went to Lolita Island, thinking oh, I'm just doing some modeling or I'm, you know, meeting a film director, they didn't do anything, but they were there. So this is a very deep level of of uh, of a control operation. You know, the the FBI had. When they when they um went to Epstein's brownstone mansion, you know, where he had the massage tables and the underage models that were being lured in by Giselle. He was arrested for, I think, in, initially like financial type crimes. Mm-hmm. There were just boxes of, of of you know thumb drives and DVDs and videotapes, et cetera. Yeah, that's right. That <laughs> were just left there like Oh, we didn't. The FBI said, "Well, we didn't have a, we didn't have a warrant for them, so we just left them in the apartment for like a month, and gee whiz, a month later, gone. They were gone.
2: Yep. Oh yeah.
1: So all of that is still in operation.
2: Incredible. All of
1: that is still in operation. So I would say that, in if I was just guessing. Somewhere above 10% of all US senators are on some kind of a blackmail leash. Yeah. Oh, for, for so, sure. Yeah. So, anytime there's a close vote where it's going to be just one or two senators makes the difference, they can get them. Because mm-hmm. all they you know, that senator could be considered like a stalwart Republican conservative most of the time. But when it comes to this one vote, they can say, we got that videotape.
0: And we've seen stuff like that though Where they talk a big game they've done stuff that looks very pro or they talked about things that looks promising we're going to oh, do sure. this we're going to go do that and I, sometimes it's it's a josh hawley or sometimes it's a uh, yes you know I, I, there's names you can throw out there right but well, then- the,
1: the supreme court chief justice he was everything he wrote about obamacare was i'm going to shoot it down mm-hmm. everything that he had been saying for weeks indicated He is a 90% sure vote against Obamacare. He flipped his vote at like, you know, the night of. Mm -hmm. And a week later, he's filmed coming out of like the Bank of Malta with a big leather briefcase (laughs) where he went with another man. Like, it's like this kind of a bank where Hunter was planting his money.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: There's famous pictures of him where some reporter, oh, and the reporter that took the picture and wrote about it she died like in a fiery car crash like 2 <laughs> years later it's like amazing <laughs> stuff like that
2: oh jeez
1: you know and if and the people that pull at these threads you know they're they're just like ah oh, that couldn't possibly be but when you see it over and over again you have to think something's happening
2: here. yeah oh
1: yeah a-
0: absolutely 100% um, so I want to take a, a quick little break here. We're going to continue. We're just kind of it feels like we're just warming up here. There are a lot of things I do want to ask you about. I do want to get into a little bit more detail about Russia and what you think about that in terms of yep. uh, the the uh, the coup and you know those kinds of things. There, it's it's very suspicious, but I think the West is being played at the same time in all of this, right? But uh, all your books, is it easiest to get them at uh, your main website, enemies Where would you send people to pick up copies well, of your books?
1: They're on Amazon. Um, but if you go to the website, I have a PO box so people can get like signed books from me, and then I get a bigger cut than Jeff Bezos.
2: Good, that's what we and, need. To and
1: have. you can do that with PayPal also. PayPal, um, they're on Audible, they're on uh, they're on Kindle. But I, I, as much as I like Audible and Kindle, you know, it's cash flow. The printed books really mean a lot more to me because they can't be mass deleted. Everything they- digital at some point is just going to go whoosh, gone yes.
0: or the what i'm thinking about now uh, which plays into everything you mentioned already about the ai systems and like they will start auto you know correcting things yes. on like in real time as it's happening like depending on whatever you know? yes, weird new that. moral framework is going to happen you can change just this one line That's in right. in somebody who, whoever's book right <laughs> i mean you can do it on a web browser right you can actually there's plugins now you can say what what do it yeah.
1: and do it seamlessly and AI yeah, you won't, you won't even only. notice
0: that it's happening they don't be an announcement that if something was changed you know what I mean but it cha- and anybody it who is against it
1: is going to be considered an extremist and a, and a you know a retrograde uh you know uh what's the term uh reactionary terrorists why are, why are you trying to uh support the old racist uh huckleberry finn version
0: right yep and we've seen it right we've seen it in uh, dr sue's books we've seen it in uh, right, royal dr. doll's Seuss. books there's like it, it's it's never ending that's why it's important to actually have uh, paper copies of things you know what i mean uh that's what's going to last and you, and they can't change that unless you have a brain chip and they, <laughs>
1: they change the and words in front of also your face. well and you know also there could be whether it's legit or contrived i mean the, the sun could throw out a solar flare tomorrow right. and everything digital is erased that's so true what's that actually true. printed on the shelf might be the only stuff you've got
0: that's right that's right you
1: know, that- all right enemies
0: foreign and that's the website make sure you follow uh, matt bracken as well on twitter and on uh, gab we'll have those linked up below is Is there any uh, platforms that you uh, did you
1: like that you post on l- regularly otherwise no, I I was perma banned from Twitter, and this is like part of the the you know humor of trying to get this computer working again. because I haven't been in this room for a while, but I was perma banned from Twitter. So there are devices where if I just try to log into Twitter,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it it immediately throws me into like thought criminal. You've been banned. You know you can't use this device. And I'm like, no, I'm I've got a new handle now. And it's like, no, you've You've got to use a vpn or you've got to Uh-oh. get another computer so it, we're still playing those games but for for the time being twitter and gab are probably my two but i'm also a getter but only like as a backup
0: right yeah um,
1: in case they you know i'm banned from twitter again or um gab gets taken down
0: all right but Matt. I,
1: I do respect i have i have great respect <laughs> for torba and gab because yes they yeah. have stuck through and And I've been, you know, going back four or five years, I know there are people I I have been made stupid mistakes and I have been suckered and fooled at time and again, but Gab has, has stood through all of it. So it's true. I'm never going to. Abandon Gab. No, no. no
0: gab no. is a gr- great option, and uh, I, I do really appreciate is. them uh, being there and and uh, staying uh, steadfast against all the uh, attacks that they've suffered too. That's
1: right. Uh,
0: so definitely, yeah. We'll have uh, Matt Bracken's Gab down below uh, in the description, together with the latest Twitter. You, but you did you try get uh, the your old account back? Nothing that worked for you.
1: I could never get my old account back. But after Musk, about a month after Musk, I just came in with a new Matt Bracken 48 handle, and it didn't reject it okay good which it had been for like three years rejected no matter what i tried to do it would just say oh you're the same old thought criminal hmm. so finally i i came in but i came in with like zero followers so you know whatever
0: Gotta rebuild again you know? all right well make sure you yeah. follow matt over there we're going to take a, a quick break uh guys we uh, will be back in part two with matt bracken stay tuned see you on the other side Thank you so much for watching part one together with Matt Bracken. We're going to continue our conversation in part two over at RedEyesMembers.com. You can also join us over at Odyssey. Uh, or through Subscribestar, whatever you prefer. We're going to continue our conversation, talk more about Russia, Ukraine, the war, the elite, the establishment, and the uh, kind of time that we're facing both in Europe and America, I guess, uh, generally speaking, the Western world. That's where we're seeing uh, shit like this going down uh, right now. What kind of conditions can we expect? What's going to happen as uh, more and more things start to fail? Uh, basically, we talk about what we have to do to survive and the, the long-term goal uh, that we have to set for ourselves as well. Our children, our grandchildren and so forth. Uh, great discussion with, with Matt. Some great insights. You know, ex-military, he's studied these kinds of things for uh, some time. So I think his uh, input here is valuable. So if you want to learn more, join us at RedIceMembers.com. It's only 10 bucks a month. You can do a plus donation tier if you'd like to. Uh, you can also do a producer or executive producer tier for those of you guys who want to get some extra resources our way and get a shout out at the end of the show keep in mind we don't have any sponsors or ads on the websites or in the show we don't have any angel investors or big venture capitalists moving in like left-wing media does we're 100 dependent on you guys out there supporting us not only for our continued survival but actually being able to grow as well so we appreciate all of your support with that in mind thank you so much to our executive producers today t lothrop stoddard v miller resident revolt good luck lap Jake, Red Pill Rundown, Chalky Milk, French 47, Mark Smith, No One Jeebs, President Obunga, Mongoose, William Fox, Angry White Soccer Mom, The Second Wanderer, Operation Werewolf, The Ride Never Ends, Francis Parker Yaki, Dill Bob, we also have last place Simp, Joseph Hart, Purple Haze, and JP. Thank you so much guys. We appreciate all of you. Also, thanks to our producers, Mr. Walker696, Yu Hanson, Leroy Dumond, Snark Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, Yuri New, Obadiah Hakeswill, Single Action Army, and Georges Porsche. We do appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for your support. Please share our links to shows, clips, videos, things like that. Help get the word out, bypass the sensors, and help spread it to new audiences as well. We do appreciate all of you. Thank you so much, guys. We'll be back with Hour 2 here with Matt Bracken. Check it out. Good stuff coming up. We'll see you after the break.